Welcome to Critical Drinking. I'm Kevin Regan. I want to suck your blood, I'm Ryan Mealy. Welcome to Horror Week. That's right. This is a podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them. And it's Horror Month. Mm-hmm. Horror Month, not Horror Week, like I said. It is Vampire Week, though. It's not Vampire Weekend. It's a Vampire Week. It's a Vampire Week. You may have just heard Vampire Weekend, but it's not a Vampire Weekend. It's Vampire Week. Woo. So, uh, ha, 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 ha. Get it? Today, this week's episode is, uh, you know, all vampires all the time. So we are watching Let the Right One In, which if you listen to our horror top five horror movies of the decade, you know that Let the Right One In was at both of our number ones. Yes, that could be a preview of things to come. <laughs> and uh, we're doing top five vampire movies. Yes, and something I didn't realize was I thought I've seen a lot of vampire movies, but in all honesty... There aren't a lot of vampire movies. Yeah. Not a lot of good ones. Yeah, not sure. a lot of good ones. And I hadn't seen a lot I of mean, them. I mean, Dracula 2000 is going to be my number two. Yeah. Just because of Omar Epps' incredible performance. <laughs> uh, I, You'll see on what I watched, you'll see a lot of vampire movies. Ditto. Yeah. Two T's so and one O. Of, that's kind of why I like doing this, this show, is because I get to catch up on movies that I haven't seen. Yeah. Like, I would probably have never seen The Aviator. Unless we decided to watch it for last week's episode, and I probably never. Why are you glad that you saw that? <laughs> I'm the one that had to spend ten dollars for all, for that stupid thing. That's an example, all right. Maybe a bad example, but an example nonetheless. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it allows me to catch up with movies, and so I clearly realized I hadn't seen a lot of vampire movies, so I was able to catch up this me weekend. Me neither. Yeah. Um. So we're both excited for this movie. We are both pretty excited. Well, very excited for this movie. I haven't seen it since maybe I probably haven't seen it in a year and a half. That's a long time. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to rewatch it because I absolutely loved it the first. When time. When we sit across from each other like this, I feel very NPR-y, like NPR style. Mm, yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm, it sure is. You need to have a lot of bass and softness in your voice when you're on NPR. You guys need to try my sweaty balls. Paul Schweddy's great recipe. Mm. <laughs> it's a sweaty family recipe. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's what we're watching. Let's jump right into our poll. Uh, our poll last week was, what's your favorite Scorsese movie? Coming off of our top five Scorsese movies. The winner, with 57% of the vote. I voted for this one. Goodfellas. It was mine and number one. But 57%, surprising that because it, it took first place. Second Over place. The, yeah. Second place was 43% The Departed. So it was either or. A lot of Ryan fans out there because that was my number two and yeah. my number one. There were no uh, there were no votes for any other Scorsese movies, including other. <laughs> Zero votes for that. Um, this, this week, I say that we put uh, what's your favorite. What do you think the poll should be? Should be what's your favorite vampire movie or like what's your favorite horror genre? I think horror genre would be good. Okay, let's do horror what's your genre. Favorite like a monster, almost like yeah. horror genre is good. What's your favorite horror genre? So like there'd be vampires, there'd be zombies, there'd be monsters, there'd be werewolves. There'd be we werewolves. haven't we haven't talked about we werewolves. Don't have were- I think werewolves are gonna have to go in with paranormal. If we if because we do have five Fridays in October, problem is we're gonna be gone one Friday. Mm-hmm. If we were there, I would say we'd have. A top five monster, monster movies, that yeah. would be sweet, and we could still make that one for paranormal. But I like paranormal. Yeah, I do too. All the unexplained stuff, the ghosts, the yeah. 
But anyways, um, so that's going to be our poll. Is going to be what's your favorite horror genre? Go over to criticaldrinkingpodcast.blogspot.com. Vote. Weigh in. That's all. Just do it. That's nice to hear. Yeah, it is. It's really nice to hear. Very nice. Hmm. Ryan, you sound very bassy today. I just bought a new plant. Mm, that's nice. <laughs> Have you watered it yet? Well, not with water, but yes. Have you watered it with pee? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we're going to move into some feedback. Um, we posted on our Facebook page this week's episode. We'll start Horror Month. Any favorite vampire movies? We got we a got, lot of responses. We got a lot of responses. There's so very few vampire movies there are out there. That's right. The first one to weigh in was Peter. He says, and I'll go from number five to number one because I mm-hmm. assume that's the way he meant it. Number five, he says, is Underworld. Number four, he says, am I a tool for saying interview, meaning interview with a vampire? Answers. I'm going to say yes. Yes. Uh, number Sorry, three dude. is Day Watch or Night Watch. I didn't get a chance to see those. Are they like, like a before sunset? After or before sunrise, after sunset, or whatever. It's like, like a series. A uh, two, my bro- is it a two part series? Yeah, my brothers have seen them. My brothers, my brother has seen them. Last and, time I checked, uh, you only had one brother. <laughs> he likes them a lot. They're Russian. They're supposed to be good, Russian. But, you know, heard... I've gotten really lazy. Yeah. If it's not on InstaQ, yeah, like, well, not even lazy. It's just hard to watch movies that aren't instant when you have all those instant movies. Yeah, so it's like yeah. I'm not gonna go buy it. By the way, there are a ton of vampire movies on instant. Like, yeah. almost all of my list is instant viewing. Like, seriously. Agreed. It's pretty crazy, right? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So, yeah. Moving into international news. Um, <laughs> his number two, which should have asked him to explain this last night or two nights ago, Dracula Dead and Loving It, the parody with uh, Leslie Nielsen. Uh, isn't it a Mel Brooks movie? It I might think it's be. it's a Mel Brooks movie with it Leslie Nielsen. Be. It was hard for me not to oh. include Love at First Bite on yeah. my uh, <laughs> yeah. list. Uh, and then his number one is Blade. Um, <laughs> party vampire time. Party Dead vampire. vampire. Dead vampire. 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 <laughs> Bloodbath. <laughs> Whistler. Serum. <laughs> Sandstorm. Uh, anyways, next. Ken Siglin. Said, uh, I'm not sure how this works because he's a new listener. <laughs> he actually uh, he, he messaged me earlier this week. He goes, so what's this critical drinking you guys do? Who's Ken? Ken, I, uh, he was on, he, you know I went him? to high school with him. Oh. And he, uh, he ran uh, on the cross-country team. Well, welcome, and Ken. And track team. Welcome to This American Life. Welcome, Ken. It's very nice for <laughs> you to be here. Um, if you'd like us to appraise any of your goods, we can do that in the uh, six to nine hours. <laughs> uh, anyways, he says, I'm not sure how this works, but... Let the Right One In is a great movie, sure is. period. Interview with the Vampire, The Lost Boys, 30 Days of Night, Blade 1 wasn't bad. I would say those are my top five, I guess. Ken was unsure about this entire thing. He seemed a little skeptical. Ken, <laughs> lose your skepticism. Come out and say that Blade 1 is your favorite movie. It's not good, I guess. Just say it. It's great. But I thanks know. for the feedback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake Spiker, who... Is going to be our guest host in two weeks. Skype it in. Skype it in. Jake's spiking in. Jake, I also want to go to McDonald's and see Along Came Paul. Actually, maybe four weeks. Maybe that. maybe four weeks. No, three. maybe three weeks. Maybe two weeks. Maybe three weeks. I don't remember. Um, we don't do math here on the show. So that's stop right. Stop trying. Uh, Jake says, my favorite vampire movie is Keanu Reeves' performance in <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola's immortal classic, Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. 
Jake, if you don't know Jake, he never uses sarcasm, and this is completely, this is true. he's always completely serious. He knows so. that this movie will he really always loves, live on. He really loves Keanu Reeves. What happened, so like, Francis Ford Coppola was like, I'm going to make great, great movies, and then I'm going to do The Outsiders, which I love, and then I'm going to do Dracula, and then I'm going to do Jack, and then I'm going to quit. <laughs> I think that might have been what it was. He just said, "Okay, I'm going to do this." Got this idea. Oh, okay. Robin Will- Williams ages ten times, not ten times. Then he would have been ninety in that movie. Five times faster. Hey, and then he quit. So, give it to him. He got out while he was way behind. Bill Cosby smelling farts is how I would want to <laughs> leave the industry. That's right. All right. Uh, next, Colin says, "Interview with the Vampire" is way too good. <clears throat> But you can never forget from dusk till dawn. Clooney is way hunky. <laughs> Colin also never uses sarcasm and is never never joking about what he says, so he must think Clooney is just really mm, he just the bravado of Clooney. He he can't it's irresistible to Colin. It just must be. Um That's that's what I agree with. You're you're gonna hear more on uh <laughs> interview with the vampire later. I have a feeling. Next, uh Jake Lamanek says he votes for Interview, Blade, loved the Underworld series, enjoyed Daybreakers, which I believe came out this year. I didn't um, get to see that one. I wanted to. Neither did I. Yeah, but it wasn't I want to pay 20 bucks. It was? No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. That's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't see it either. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was the shit when I was younger. I might have to revisit Lost Boys and Twilight. Uh, Don't ever kidding. revisit Twilight. He oh, he's kidding. was yes. kidding about Twilight. Um, yeah, no Twilight. Um,. Maddie C says, I think I might post this on like the new moon board, yeah, the eclipse board, and try to get people to listen. Yeah, Maddie C decides to take his comment um, in a totally uh, non vampire direction, and that's where this comment thread kind of leads away from being. Oh, is uh, this a zombie discussion? Yeah, being vampire. So, uh, Maddie C is most likely going to be our guest host for next week. It's going to be zombie movies, and uh, we'll get into this whole thing next week. Yeah. But he uh, is arguing that. Star Trek. The Borg. Yeah. That nope. First Contact sorry. could be a zombie movie 50, because 50 the Borg are zombies. Partnership say no. Disagree. That's 100%. That's 100%, 100%. say no. Um, but I yeah, love so, the Borg. They're my favorite characters, but so I'm that's not our putting feed. them on there. Yeah. Yeah. And if Seriously. some things are not fair, like my if, friend. if I Assimilate. say that the 20 Days Later people are infected and the Borg people are also infected, well, too bad. We're host. No. Uh, we can see, count what we like. See, the difference is... In 28 days later, they get infected, and then they turn into rage zombies. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Borg, if they get infected, it's infected for, like, they're drones. Mm -hmm. They're basically just, they they run off of one person's will, you know? Like, they're told what, it's like saying... Alice uh, Krug, she's the queen. It's like saying in episode two, uh, Attack of the Clones, it's like the clones are uh, zombies. I just like that you mentioned Star Trek and Star Wars in the same thing. I mean, we can't talk about this. And it wasn't me. We can't talk about these, but I'm just saying. Well, we can talk about Star Wars. Star Trek is in purgatory still, but I'm just saying. Like, really? Because the clones in Star Wars are the same thing. All r- controlled by one collective, and, you know, they're Well, kind machines. of. They, they're, I mean, they they've are, never been human, but. They're human, and they all can, they'll have, like, a basic objective, but they all kind of think by themselves. Well, whatever. I don't, I don't think that they are zombies regardless. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I love the Borg. Yep. 
Yeah, I fair. like that they have like like blender, like the attachments you put on a blender, like as their eye things. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm ready to mince something. I like that they assimilate. Does that mm-hmm. sounds sexual. And resistance is futile when it comes to <laughs> hotness. <laughs> Believe me, mm-hmm. if if assimilate means anything sexual, resistance really is futile because <laughs> they they will not be denied. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, this uh, is like one of our longest our intros and we haven't even done anything. Yeah, that's our feedback. So uh, let's just jump right into predictions. This movie, let the right one in, an hour and 55 minutes cover to cover. Uh, I'm trying to be responsible um, because there's outside factors. But I'm going to go with three during the movie, including the three pounders. Now, don't get don't sell me short, Sam. No, they're pounders. Hey, I never three tried pounders, to sell you short. And then I'll open up number four, even though number four is right here to the left of me. Number four during the show. Okay. So I'm going to do three, including this one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to do four because I have nowhere to drive and no reason to be responsible other this than getting is, up and being ready to be driven is, to Eugene this tomorrow. This is really like a slap in the face. It's it egg is. in the no, face. It should be. It should, you should be... Unless it's sausage egg McMuffin in the face. And I, I mean, it. I'm just hoping, what I'm hoping is that the usual Ryan comes out where, yeah, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to lowball myself and overshoot it. It's probably what's going to happen. Then it's sleepy time. I mean, we do, have, we do have a lot of uh, pounders in there. There's, it's not like we're trying to save any, Ryan. We're not trying to save any. Peer pressure is a hell of a drug. <laughs> All right. All right, so we're going to go watch Let, Let the Right One In. and uh, We're going to do a lot of reading. That's right. And then... We'll be back. Come by. Hmm. This is nice. We should. Uh, <laughs> should should we leave yet? I thought Probably we still had some topics of discussion to have uh, to zip up my fly. Let's let you do that. Drinking. We just watched Let the Right One In. Well, we really didn't just watch well, it. Well, that's true. Let's let's be honest. We just had a uh, an entire intro that we lost to the shittiness of uh, feedback, GarageBand, and feedback. So we're sorry. Um, it was a great intro. I thought it was great. One of the think? best. It was actually great. A great, well, not intro, but a great review. Yeah, we actually got a whole uh, award. They just gave it to us. I think they did. I think we still have that. <laughs> so if you appreciate uh, awards, you can still have that. So I got a feeling our review of this will be... A little bit shorter? Yeah, edited, because we'll both feel like we've said it a little bit already. Half, uh, a little bit half-ass? Maybe. But sorry about that, guys. Do you want me to go first this time? This way we can switch it up? Bullshit. I want me to go first. <laughs> he wants um, to go first. Let the right one in. You guys. How heard. about our How about our uh, uh, results? Oh, I, I know we already forget. gave them. I always forget. Um, I said three, but we took an hour to play video games before the movie, and yep. I drank one then, so I actually had four, and then I had one during our review we just did. So that's five, and I just opened up my six. Yeah, sorry about that. But I don't have to drive anywhere anymore, so I'm happy. Good. Uh, I said four. Uh, I also had one. During our video game sesh, so I had that was two, and before we started the movie, 
and then we started the movie. I had, uh, I believe I had three during the movie, which means I had five, and then I just had one. Uh, here it is during the review, so that means I had six. But I apologize for any inconvenience that that left uh, Ryan or our listeners. Our listeners know the trials that we've been we through. Exceeded, we exceeded, but it was kind of cheating. We both met in legal time. We both met. It's only 10 o'clock. I may order pizza later. You know what we need to order? What? Steak Fanatic. Ah, Jesus. Fuck you, Domino's. I thought it was Pizza Hut. Fuck you. It was Domino's. Domino's? Yeah. Domino's Steak Fanatic Pizza Hut. So good. Mm. Even better when you heated it up the next day. Dude, it was so much better when you re... Oh, Oh, okay. It's like the steak marinated for like a day. We can't go into this. Our mouths will water too much and we'll be smacky. On the, uh, Slurpee McGee's. Oh, that's right. All right, let the right one in. You, uh, you have heard us before champion this movie. It was the number one for both of us on uh, top ten or top five horror movies of the decade. So it's obviously one of our faves, which is why we picked it as a vampire movie because we both love it. I think we both wanted to revisit it, and we both came to realize that there's a lot of shitty vampire movies. There are a there. lot of shitty vampire movies. You'll hear that on what we watched. There's a lot of shit. I mean, not Twilight. I mean, that's a masterpiece of shit. Yeah, of course. Sorry. The trilogy is my one, two, and three. <laughs> it goes in order of three, two, one, though. Number four is Van Helsing. Number three is my number one. Number two is my number two. <laughs> number one is my number two. I mean, my number three. Anyways, uh, Twilight fucking sucks. Um, this quit the bed. I thought Let the Right One In was incredibly done. Um, from the beginning, from the beginning shots where. We see, we basically get these odd angles of this town that, you know, kind of set the stage for the atmosphere that you're supposed to have or the mood that you're supposed to have. You don't get a good look at, you know, the town. You don't get a good look at his school that he's going to. It's kind of all these odd angles, which really were really effective for me in the sense that they kind of gave you this, this thing like something's not. It re- yeah. Well, it restricts you as a viewer. It also restricts you. Yeah, it doesn't give you a grandiose scheme of what's of out the whole there. Town. Yeah, you're yeah, just cool. in these areas, these, you know, right. You're confined particular to what areas. The shows you. Yeah. yeah, good point. Um, I I want to say that this was one of the most effortless, and like this story is told so effortlessly and so subtly for me, and. The fact that it includes kids who, I mean, they can't be older than like early teens. Yeah. Like if if that, if that, like they're really, they're child actors, basically. They do a great job. I don't know. I don't know how, how early Sweden, you know, breeds them or wherever this, wherever the actors are from. Sweden. This is a weird. Um, but they were incredible. Like the, the amount of, the amount of literal acting that they did, not just like, because, because first of all, we watched the dub version, which oh, I think yeah. both of you and I, you and I had both seen the subtitled version before, and then you had also seen the dub version before, right? So I had never seen the dub version, and personally, I think the dub version takes you out of the movie because, like, they're in it a does. studio, they're just sitting here like you and I. They are in the moment, right? They're not in the moment. They're sitting here like you and me, just watching a movie and like dubbing over it, going, "Oh, that's funny." When really, that's not the enthusiasm you need to have in your voice for a line like that or something. Like, you know what I mean? So it's it kind of took me out of the movie, but the fact that I had seen it kind of lent itself to 
me being able to just recreate it in my head to to the you know the emotion or the you know the power of a scene but i think that the amount of acting that the 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 two main actors the child actors did without speaking was much better than the acting they did speaking like it was it was incredible like their facial features that fucking Sean Penn can't even do like just little subtleties you know what i mean fast times at Ridgemont high fast they were so fast how many grams were there 21 21 grams or 21 grams um but really they were like it that that really that's how much weight a body loses when it dies because it so leaves it <laughs> that really struck me uh how this how good these you know these actors were um I also thought this movie did a good job obeying the general vampire rules, even though it didn't address them. The vampirical rules were yeah. followed. The, the, the vampirical rules, even though they, they weren't addressed. The first time we actually hear the word vampire is, a, is an hour and 19 minutes into the film. Um, there's such buildup to that, though, that because all these vampire rules that you, that you already know that were already established through just general knowledge... Um, we're kind of built into this, and I think that the the way that they do that is so amazing, like so captivating. Yeah, they the they it, show them; they don't explain them right. like a lot of movies. It's, yeah, it's it's not explained exactly. It's kind of just showing through, and and really, this is this is a love story. This isn't a vampire movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a vampire movie. Second, it's a love story. First, and so. They show throughout this relationship that they have, they kind of show, oh, hey, she's a vampire. And finally, he realizes, oh, you're a vampire. But he doesn't care. You know, he likes her. Yep. And so it's, it's, it's nice. Um, it's nice on that level. Uh, I also love the camera work in this. I think that the, the way that the camera is so still so much of the time, combined with how quiet the music is most of the time well, it's not even it's not there's no music for half the time yeah yeah it's 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 just silence or like ambiance like you know like works well snow, it, it draws you into sounds. the situation yeah it's very it's very well done to where the camera just it doesn't necessarily point you in the direction you need to be watching it just has a frame and something is going on in that frame and you're just kind of trying to well, capture what's and that's going what on. we talked about in our review we just did yeah. But the review we're Which doing was now so much better than this review. It was it was God. quite good, um, but the the focus they use focus. Yes. Um, just having one shot with two people and then focusing on one person and then putting them out of focus and focusing on the other. They do a good job not using quick cuts. It really, um, I think it's pretty unique for movies now. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of movies that want to just sit. On a frame. I know how many frame, how many cuts were there in this movie? Like not much. I mean, comparative to its yeah. length and its there, and its location. There's a lot of there's a lot of just static cameras where a lot was going on in the frame, but the camera didn't move. Exactly, like which, her yeah. first attack. Right, is all just one. Yeah, which is shot. great, but so well. That's so great. Um, but overall, I think this movie is a classic. It's a keeper. It's a keeper. Um. This is one of those movies that, when it came out, and I when I saw it, I felt like I kind of needed to champion it 
Like I need to just say, you need to see this. You need to see this. Everyone needs to see this. And if even if you don't like it, you just have to see it because it's so good. Um, this is where in good. the first review you said walking out of the theater, and then I said, "Did you really see it in the theater?" Yeah, I don't know when I saw it, but it's very good. <laughs> Wherever I saw it the first time, I was captivated. I agree. Incredible. I agree with you. I was captivated as well. What you got? Um, I'm gonna do a bridged version yeah, of my yeah. review. God, our, our uh, it was really good. Was there was poignant first, moments, our, dude. There, our first, our first review was so good. You should post them both up and say like, "It's sad." If it you really like the sad. feedback, then listen to this. It's so sad. I apologize uh, to everyone. One thing I want to say is, or what I first think about this movie. Well, it's not what I first. It's what I third think. But the first thing I'm going to say is that this movie is about survival. Yes. You know, you get drawn into that right away. I mean, she doesn't want to be a vampire. You right. know, she doesn't necessarily. I mean, you don't get the sense that she's like internally turmoiled with killing these people, but she doesn't want to do it. And, you know, yeah. she wants to be some more of a regular person. And, but she has to drink blood to survive. That's what mm-hmm. it is. So one of the best scenes is when she's like, um, it kind of shows their feelings towards each other when he bought her some food and she's like, all right, I'll try it. And then she eats one like chip or something and starts puking in the back yeah. alley. It's kind of, Cause hey, she's it's a cool. vampire. She can't eat shit other than blood. That's Which true. Barf it up. That's the she, truth. She totally barfed it up. And uh, it's very impure, like the way she barfed it up. <laughs> and, but it's also about his survival. I mean, he's literally all by himself. Um, kids that want to, you know, bully him and eventually mm-hmm. kill him. Apparently, at the end. Yeah. And his parents not really caring that much about him. I mean, they cling to each other, and they realize that the only way they can survive is with each other. Yeah. I think as a viewer, you get drawn into that, and you That's realize right. that, and that even though, I mean, you side you side with the girl, and, like, she literally kills innocent people. It's yeah. not like she kills, like, bad people, besides, right. you know, the, I mean... Her old owner. Yeah, but, but there's I mean, no reason to. Yeah, but you still well, side he, with her. No, you don't. She doesn't kill. He kill. He basically defaced himself and then says, "I'm gonna give myself up and to then you." Falls out of the window because he was totally a. He was a pawn for like he was just. But I mean, that's just for her, you know. Yeah. And there's no exact reason. I mean, it's not like this vampire does good things. You know what I mean? So to say, I mean, she does to to help uh, Oscar, but. You it's know. Not a, yeah, the movie isn't about that. I know, that's what I was saying, yeah. but you still side with them because I think right. that you just instinctively go towards them realizing that they need each other and that you want to be part of that. Yeah. You just realize that as a viewer. Fantastic pool scene, by the way. It is a good pool scene. I loved it. Great work. So good, good semifinal scene. It Sorry. Nice. What else you no, it was good. Um, uh, I really uh, enjoyed the music. Yes, you did. I remember um, that from last review. <laughs> Even though it was minimal and not in a lot of spots, it did a good job of capturing the mood. Um, actually, it's one of those that the music was in like transition scenes, not main scenes. Yeah, and you yeah. didn't you didn't notice when music wasn't there, but you did notice when music was there. Yes, and it was, but I, it was a good. I agree notice. completely. It was a good notice. And it was like, oh, just, this is nice. Overall, 
I wrote this long note. I'm not going to say it any again, but it's just like this movie reminds me of adolescence mm-hmm. when it's like you said, innocence. Yeah. You have nothing behind you. Everything's in front of you and nothing you can do right now can really screw it up. And right. I think, like I said, I think this movie resonates more with males because I think every guy remembers their first head over heels crush. Yeah. That was responded at. If that makes sense, you know, well, like, that's, that's like the first time, like, that, I yeah. mean, like my first crush, I think was like Mariah Carey when I saw her in like, like fantasy or something like that. But yeah. that was real. But I mean, like yeah. the first girl crush that you have with someone at school and they're real, they're, you know, tangible, they're there and they acknowledge or talk to you or feel the same way towards you. I mean, it's kind of right. something that I feel like this movie represents greatly. Yeah. And I think anyone out there can remember that time and can identify with this movie. I agree. And uh, overall, I think it's an excellent, excellent Fantastic. Movie. It's fantastic. Let's give our reviews. I'll start. Our ratings? Yeah, ratings. Uh, Not reviews, ratings. Uh, I'm going to give it a (laughs) 9.5. I initially gave it a 10 last time. I'm going to give it a 9.5. You initially gave it it a 10 and then gave it a 9.5. I adjusted it a 9.5. So now that we're doing it a second time, I'm going to give it a (laughs) 9.5. Because I really think this movie is just incredible. Um, It's one of those movies, like I said, that I would champion. He wasn't ready to pop his 10 cherry. Yeah, I'm not ready to pop my 10 cherry because... Ryan already gave a 10 to Empire, and he mentioned that I had not given the 10 to Empire, and I feel really bad giving this a 10 if I didn't give a 10 to Empire. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this is a 9.5, because for this genre, for for really any movie I've seen, this this just is, I, I don't find any flaws. And that's, you know, spoiler alert for my, uh, for my top five, I find zero flaws in this movie. I don't. I don't know if there's a way that I would make it better if I could make a suggestion. Uh, so it's it's damn near perfect, if not perfect. The only suggestion I'd make was if this original movie was in English, that would have been cool. Yeah. Like instead of, you know. Oh, you're a twat. A twat? You're a twat. <laughs> this this movie can no, be whatever excellent. language oh, it yeah. wants to be exactly. In, I agree. As long as they make it. I was being a smart ass. Yeah, you were. We dub, we watched the dub version. But hey, go watch Let Me In. Go I do, I do, I do want to see it. Watch it's the getting, goddamn it's remake. Pretty good reviews. I don't want to see it because I'm not gonna like it as much. I think it's blasphemy that I they made it. But like I'm glad it that they at least made it well done. Supposedly, yeah. Not medium. So what's, what's, your, uh, what's your rating? I give it a nine point five. Oh, That's what really? I gave it at the review yeah, one, and I'm gonna I'm give it for review surprised. two. I think this is one of the most touching movies I've seen in a really weird way, but it. Affected me as a viewer more so than a lot of movies I've seen. It's well done. It's well shot. It's well acted. Um, just uh, it's real. It really is a work of art if you want to put it that way. If you don't get what he's saying, folks, yeah, go see the movie. Nine and a half, Rent uh, it. Nine and borrow and it from 10. me. That's a nineteen out of twenty combined, right that there. That is a goddamn nineteen out of twenty. That might be one of the highest. That's a ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's better than the town. It's better than anything out in theaters right now, so go see it. Agreed.net. Uh, uh, info, even. Uh, let's go into what we watched. Let's do it. Ryan. What? If I may ask, Ryan, what did you watch? I watched some vampire movies, and I'm just going to list them. Uh, Interview with the Vampire. Mm. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm. The Sandlot. Ooh. That wasn't a vampire movie. Great vampire flick. And then I also watched... 
And it can't be a surprise this time when I say it. I watched a movie called Armored. Yeah. Um, oh, where did you see that? Oh, I saw it on Stars on Demand. Can I see it on demand? You sure can, Kevin. That was the, the, that was literally the conversation. Okay, so Armored is that movie with Matt Dillon and Lawrence and, Fishburne and uh, Most Def, right? Is he in it? Uh, isn't he? I don't know. I don't no, think Most so. Def's in that other weird. Yeah, no, the Armored Armored with Matt Dillon. But so I Lawrence asked Fishburne, you, Jean Reno, Fred how Ward is from it? Trimmers, because I wanted to see it. I never caught up with it. How is it? And it's it's entertaining. It works. You said it was good. I like the whole. I've always fun. liked the whole idea. You said of, it was a lot of fun. Like. I always like the whole idea of like being trapped with like like people around like because Explosives. he one person the guy you said from Flash Forward marijuana get <laughs> you know he's the only good person in the gang and so he's trapped in the armored car yeah. while the other people are trying to get in to get the money and I right. was like those kind of it's not as it's not as contrary on that as that would have been cool if it would have been his like just being in like there, the phone your, booth, or yeah, like buried, like or uh, but it was confinement, really entertaining. Movies. Yeah, my other movie, which you also wanted to see, is The Crazies. God damn, I want to see that. Yeah, um, like I said, it was well shot. Is a good idea, but um, overall, I had some issues with it, and one of them was that, um, you know, I just don't like movies that explain things so easily so to it's the kind audience. Of straightforward. It's not straightforward, but then they add little scenes to make it straightforward. Really? If that makes sense, like have you seen minute. the original? No. Oh, who who was it by? I don't know. I'm oh, it was sure. by George A. Romero. Yeah, I'm not I sure. thought you said it was by somewhere we'll in Italy. We'll address that tomorrow, or I mean next week. We'll he even looked it up week. on Google and saw that. We'll address uh, it was that next week. Directed by Romero. It's not Zombie George Week a. yet. It's not Zombie Week yet. <laughs> but uh, that's what I watched. What did you watch, Kevin? Thank you for asking, Ryan. I thought you'd never ask. Um, I watched a prophet. Oh yeah, the first movie that I watched, and I will give it as much praise, if not more praise, than I gave it the last time we reviewed this. Yes, uh, about, about twenty minutes ago. Yeah, uh, about I don't know, like about thirty-three and a half minutes ago. Maybe thirty-three and a half minutes ago. Um, I think a prophet is incredible. Um, the story basically is that this kid who is you know undereducated, not not anything great, gets put into a prison that's basically developed like a, a a split between the Corsican mob who is in that prison and Arabs who are in that prison. So there's basically like a, you know, there's, there's two separate systems there. They're totally, you know, they sit on or they, they go to separate sides of the, uh, of the, you know, of the yard. They're in separate wings in the prison and all this stuff. But it basically goes through how, this kid who just gets in kind of works his way up through the Corsican mob in this prison where he gets certain royalties. He gets certain privileges because he is, you know, he knows these people, he knows these people and he works his way up. And he eventually, you know, the whole story is about his, his rise and his being able to overcome all this stuff. I, I don't want to give anything away because I really want everyone to see this. But I would like to see it. The whole the whole thing was heralded as like, you know, as good as the Godfather and, you know, all this stuff. And yeah, it's good. Go into it with expectations thinking, I want to see a good movie, not I want to see the best movie ever made. Because yeah. it's not the best movie ever made. It's not. Yeah. That's you know, that's unrealistic expectations for any reviewer to give. Um but honestly, this movie is 
an incredibly interesting movie to see. It is very compelling, and you'll you'll think the two and a half hours that it takes up, you'll think it was like an hour and a half. Is it on InstaQ? It's not, unfortunately. It's you have to you have to just get the disc. To work to see it. You have to get the disc. That joke worked the first time around, so That's we're true. gonna do no, it. No, it worked again. It worked again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's definitely go see this. This is and it was it came out last year technically. Um, it would have been one of my favorite movies of last year, if not my favorite. So that's high praise. Wow. Uh, the next, all the rest of the movies, that's how we're vampire movies for this week. Would you like to list those vampire I movies? I list those. Uh, the first was Dracula, the uh, 1931 original with Bela Lugosi. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. Uh, Fright Night, which we will also talk about later. Interview with the Vampire, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And thirst, which we will all talk about later. That is the truth. So we're gonna hope that this shit doesn't get fucked with uh, yeah, the rabies we'll right that our last one did. So hey, we're gonna go top five. Peace. Bye. Oh, this is our first time we get to use our uh, happy little. This is the first time we get to use our happy little. Um, let me get to it, actually. Because uh, these boys are not found. Is. You ready? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? He is kind of crazy. But anyways. Uh, ooh, no, I don't want to do that. There we go. Um, <laughs> didn't want to move it to another profile. Or, eh, Ooh, I forgot to Mac. put that in my it's corners on my new one. The, the one where you just make a whole new screen. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. That's how we do. Anyways, we're going to our top five. Top five vampire movies. Now, I think it's safe to say Twilight will not be showing up on either of our lists. Neither will New Moon or Eclipse. Well, that's true. Um, but... These are movies that really aren't very good. I mean, there's yeah, not a lot of good vampire movies. Like really, out there. Twilight is probably the I'm I'm pretty sure it's like the only vampire trilogy. Well, no, Blade. Uh, it's like the second vampire. Well, trilogy, for being such a famous monster, like. I almost put this in the Frankenstein category. But it's so bad for being known so well. Like everyone knows what Frankenstein Dracula is. Yeah. There's not a lot of great movies about it. Oh, it's yeah. not like like zombies. There's a lot of great movies about. It. We have to be honest about that. That's a good point. Monsters in general, like beasts and stuff like that, and yeah. ghosts, yep. and like even werewolves. There's a lot of great werewolf movies. I think. Are there? Name one. American Werewolf in London. Right, excellent, excellent two. movie. Name two. American Werewolf in Paris. That okay, movie na- sucked. Name that movie five. sucked. I was just kidding. Name five. I know one. All right. A wolf with Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm, good pick, good pick. 
backwards. It's flow. Yeah, I agree Excuse me, flow. This is not a genre chock full of quality. But being such a well-known genre it, yeah. or part of the genre, it's really weird. It is very weird. I think you and I both realized that we're like, oh, vampire man, that's easy. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Hold on. Yeah. Have right. we have we have we seen vampire movies? Exactly. Mm. I had to catch up with five, as you heard. I caught up with I think three. So caught up with five. And there was a couple I wanted to see, but I didn't. I want to see one that I didn't uh two that I didn't see. From Dust Till Dawn I didn't see. And uh, I believe it was called something colon Diary of a Virgin. Oh, the silent film? It was on it was on instant. And uh, I just didn't get around to it. Yeah, it's a silent film. Um, a Isn't new it silent like film. Like 2006. Yeah, it's a new silent film. Interesting. Um, I really want to. I should have watched that today. I really I want to see. Right I wanted to Let's see uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah, never saw that. Yeah, I want to see Thirst, which you saw. Um, and I was gonna see Near Dark, which I had, but like happens a lot, a lot of times on the show. It was one of the, my DVDs that was stolen, so yep. I don't own it anymore not even the special features i weep <laughs> for that uh so who's going first it's so sad i'm going first all right go first number five god damn it uh number five for me is fright night uh it is a vampire movie made in the 80s and it is a total 80s movie uh this is a movie where a teenage kid has a vampire move in next door nobody but nobody but him knows it Nobody believes him. So he and his friends, as well as a recruited TV vampire killer, uh, hatch a plan to kill that vampire. Ryan, do you know who that vampire is? Yeah, it's the guy. It's Prince Humperdinck. Yeah, it's a... Humperdinck. It's it a... is Chris Sarandon. He's the guy. Susan he, Sarandon's he, But one. he looks exactly like a young version, and I swore this was a guy, the... Like one of the mob bosses in Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, the guy that gets dropped. You can't drop. You can't kill me from this fall. He yeah. drops him. It's like the same guy. It's not him. That's interesting. Interesting. I like evil. Chris I think Sarandon evil is pretty hilarious, though. Evil was funny. And he's actually really good as a vampire. Chris Sarandon, like, actually pretty good. Yeah. It's a. It's is, a is this. Might this show up on your list? Probably, Maybe. Okay. Probably not. So you've seen it? Oh, I've seen it a couple. Okay, I've seen right. it a couple times. Okay. Um, uh, it's it's one of those movies that when I was younger, it had a great cover. And when you're younger and like a kid, oh, it, you know, yeah. like when you have someone spinning, it's, it's like, Friday. oh, let's go find a DVD to watch. So I've seen hell it a couple yeah. times. It it's uh, good. I don't know if it'll be on my list, but yeah. it's pretty good. Um, it plays pretty much like a standard vampire movie. Like it plays by all the rules. There are a few twists, but it's like it's actually. Very entertaining. Like I found it very entertaining. I caught up with it this week, but it's on Instacue. I saw. And I, I really like the first twenty minutes. I was like, "Oh my god, come on!" It was like it's I've pretty seen, good, doesn't it? I've seen Disturbia. I know what this movie is about. And then I was like, "Why am I enjoying this so much?" You can't say I've seen a movie that came out. 20 no, I know, years I know, later. I know, I know. It inspired. <laughs> it probably inspired Disturbia, but I'm just saying. Already. I'm just. Uh, well, what I'm saying is, I've seen Disturbia. So this if is this a turns out, plot thing, if this yeah. turns out, if this turns out like Disturbia, I'm I'm not going to get any enjoyment out of it. Which it's just. I like fault. that number five. That's it's good my num- fault. That's good but number five. I, I like thought it. first, it, it's got a really great scene of 
and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about of a vampire that took the form of a wolf, the friend, evil. Yep, transforming back into a Great human makeup. after being ter- after being stabbed in the heart with a uh, with a Stay. banister post. Well, yeah, with a ban. Yeah. Bruce Bannister. Bruce. Brown Bannister. Brown Bannister. Bruce Bannister. <laughs> Who the fuck is Bruce? Is that the uh, Hulk? Yeah, it's a, that's a really good scene though. Like that's that, a great scene. That's incredible. Like it's really good makeup. Really, really good makeup. Like that made the movie almost for me. Like that, I was like, holy it's a good shit! That's a, really a good, good little flick. It was uh, totally cheese ball, like the '80s, but extremely enjoyable. I recommend it to anyone. I recommend it for anyone also. I like that pick. There you go. You're five. Number five is Blade. Number one. Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of great vampire movies, and this movie's fucking kick-ass. If they could replicate the opening scene where he goes into the club and then just starts slaughtering people, and then you see that his silver sword just makes them all disintegrate, they could have replicated that throughout the whole thing. That would have been sick. It would have been awesome, but that's why it's not number Best two on my ever. list. Yeah. Um, so it's my number five. That's just, it's just as simple as that. I love it. Um, it was cool. No arguments. Zero yeah, great arguments. Car. It was a fun movie. Uh, Based that, on a comic, but awesome. Yes. All right. That's my number four. five. I'm just going to go straight to my number four. Is one you haven't seen uh, from Dust Till Dawn. I really want to see that. I almost God didn't include it. it. Because what makes this movie good isn't the vampire part. Right, yeah. Because it's split in half, and the Tarantino part is so awesome. But, I mean, the other part's fun, too. Wait, what do you mean split in half? It's a Tarantino Rodriguez movie. Are you serious? You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. That pisses me off, actually. That's where it all started. Where's Ro- what section is Rodriguez's? The whole the whole first part is this heist. Yeah, is this like, and they're trying to get across the border, okay. and they're meeting someone at this club, and they okay. get to the club, and uh, the club's full of vampires. That's when the Rodriguez part. God damn it! I don't want to see this anymore. I'm gonna <laughs> take it off my Netflix queue. Robert Rodriguez is you should see cool it. ever. You should see it because I think can the, I rent the, the first half only? You can watch can the I first rent half. The first half. Only? The funniest story I've ever heard in my whole life, and this is the Planet of Terror was stupid. Is from my parents. Is they rented this must have been ten years ago, rented from dusk till dawn, and they had no idea what it was about. Yeah, and you know it's called from dusk till dawn. If you look on the back, there's a giant vampire on the back. So they're watching it. They're having a great time. Well, I'm assuming they're having a great time because the next day they're like, that Dust Till Dawn movie, that was so good. And then vampires showed up. And, like, they had no idea. And all and of a sudden, Robert and they thought, over and it sucked. They're like, we thought it was a dream. And then the movie ended. Like, we thought it was like this hour dream that just. <laughs> but you know what? It's a vampire movie. And because Tarantino is awesome, the first part is so much better. The only part that's good about the second part is uh, Tar- or uh, Selma Hayek's. Like looking hot as balls. Yeah. Does he get a booby bump? He gets a booby bump to Does number it? four. No, there's no like nipples. Damn but. it! It's an enjoyable movie. What about like pokers? Any pokers? I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't know. Well, review the movie and get back to it. <laughs> What's your number uh, four, sir? My number four is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Hear me out. Because I, I see the grin on your face. I, I know you watched it this weekend. or You know you want to share this grin, but there's just not a lot of vampire movies. But listen. <laughs> I, well, I... Okay. Give me my review. <laughs> Here it comes. I think 
the best word for this movie is overdone. Yeah, in the mo. Oh, I got maybe uh, extremely. I'm going to write something down right maybe now. Maybe extremely overdone because this drove me nuts. I just want to say it. Okay. No, you go first. Oh, well, thank you for letting me respond while you distract me by saying that you're going to write something down. To, re- to okay. Anyways, overdone. I think overdone is a good word for it. Um, but for me, it's hard to explain beyond that because I've really never seen much like it. Um. It was it was a spectacle. It was that, a spectacle. That's a good way to that think is of a it. good word for it. Because beyond the fact that it was overdone, spectacle might be the next best word for it. Um the first act almost had me checked out like I'm gonna turn this off because I didn't think the first act was I think the first if if we're gonna talk about overdone, the first <laughs> act, if you can get through the first act, you might actually think this movie's pretty cool. Uh, if you can't get through the first act, I don't blame you because it is so overdone. It's ridiculous. It's it's just flat out the stupid. The fucking eyes in the clouds and the gu- that's the what shadow, really the that's, shadow. That's what that almost fits. that's what almost made me want to barf and turn this movie off. However, Gary Oldman in the first part of this movie saved it because I was. It's insane how good Gary Oldman's performance. As Dracula actor, is in this. Yeah, no, he's an incredible actor. He doesn't get enough cred because he does stupid shit like, you know. And he looks ridiculous Batman in this guy. movie. Well, yeah. Well, he looks. <laughs> that I'm not going to blame on him. I know, but I was just but, saying. But he, he, honestly, I think this might be the best I've ever seen Gary Oldman. I don't know about that, but. This was incredible. Um, then the second thing that carried me over was the Anthony Hopkins performance. He was good. Because Anthony Hopkins was amazing. One thing I didn't... The whole reincarnation part, like, everyone's the same person, and this kind of drove me nuts. He's the priest. We don't need to get into that. Yeah, he's Van Helsing. I was like, wow, Anthony Hopkins made a really minor cameo in this, and then he showed up again. I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. No, he was was good. Uh, from, From seeing, like I said in what we watched, from seeing the 1931 version of Dracula, it helped me with this, because I could understand the whole what everyone was doing, what the whole plot was. So it helped me in this. So that may be a reason why I like this better. Um, Don't go to number three yet because I I won't. No, I'm I'm uh, saying the third act of this, of Bram Stoker's Dracula, really almost checked me out again. Like I was almost... Yeah, there's a nice little little middle part in that movie. Yeah, there's a great middle (laughs) part. The middle part with the the whole, the Gary Oldman as himself Mm as not some fucking stupid animal and anthony Hopkins as just him the, the being, doctor yeah, yeah. As, as van helsing as being some smartest that is the greatest part of the movie and then you get the third act that's all like dumb and whatever this movie really could have used like it could have been a lot less if if a uh... A less powerful director was directing it could have been great because you know there's a lot of people oh, yeah. going, "Hey, uh, Francis, could you cut this? Yeah. Arr, donuts, please." It could have used to be a lot more evil and a lot more like psychologically fucked up, uh, rather than so unnecessarily like heavy on and Keanu. Uh, yeah, Keanu. Or Jake. Know what that casting was was on. Um, if you've that seen was it, nice. if you've seen it, I you would know, really like a diary yeah. time. If you've seen it, you know what overdone means. If you've seen it, you know what Keanu in his worst performance ever means. If you haven't seen it, uh, 
I don't know if I recommend it, but, but it's number Keanu four. is terrible. Terrible. All right, so that's my number four, but oh, you say... Uh, I have one, two, three, four points. Okay. Best part about this movie was Carrie Elways was in it, and I love Carrie Elways. He was, he was, dude, he was, they primed him to be a badass. Yeah. And he was nothing. Yeah. He, didn't he was supposed to be the one that fucking married, uh, the, uh, the Liz or the, the hot chick, kind of hot. And the girl, she, the red, the, the yeah. girl who got fucked by a wolf. Yes. That's, he was supposed to marry that girl and he was a nobody in this movie. He should have been like center stage. I love him and I'm happy he's here. Uh, that was my second point, is apparently yeah. Dracula Sorry. loves watching the Wolfman. That's one part I thought was ridiculous. I'm Dracula, but I'm the Wolfman. I don't think that I don't think that's good either because it's confusing as far as, as I'm balls. concerned, Dracula and it was the Wolfman funny watching are two the, separate Yes, it characters. was fun watching the Wolfman hump the girl. That was kinda of funny. But but he doesn't take the I don't I don't know why they did First yes. of all, I don't know why I they didn't did the, what... the wolf fucking the chick scene. Second of all, I don't know why they had to make him a human wolf. Yeah. Why they couldn't just like make him a wolf. Well, that'd be bestiality. And not fuck her. Yeah, just okay, make him a yeah. wolf, but not fuck her. Uh, just not, no human wolf. My... Just a wolf wolf that doesn't fuck chicks. My other point is, man, Gary Oldman had some sweet, no-rimmed blue sunglasses in that. Dude, he does. That was so stupid. He's so good in this, though. I know, but he's it's so, so give him some credit. I know. He, then, you know, he could have probably, he probably knew this was shit right after they filmed the first scene. paychecks. But God, he's he yeah. does such a good job. You know what that got him? Dark Knight. No, it probably got him the professional, which is his really best performance. No, you know what it is? They got him the Fifth Element. They get that's a great performance too. He has Thank chocolate you. syrup running from his forehead. He does. And then the it's last evil, part, actually, this part drove me nuts. All right, so when Dracula, like, goes out on his, and they do the first person, like, him going around before the wolf fucking. Yeah, I don't like that. But he goes to the zoo to drive him crazy, remember? There's a scene where he goes up to that white wolf, yeah. and the wolf goes, and goes back and forth through the cage, and then just goes right through the cage. Are you are you kidding me? All no, of a sudden, the no, cage is no. wide enough for a wolf to go through? Why didn't do? Why didn't it do that at the beginning? It drove me nuts. Like, the wolf's like, oh, I'm supposed to... Oh, wait a minute. I can just go right through this cage right in front of me. It was just bogus. It was just ridiculous. Can't argue with that. I mean, I, I, it's my number four, but... Like I said, you have a shallow pool to choose from. What's your number three, Kevin? Now that you've taken up all my four time, <laughs> my four time, uh, my number three is Thirst. It's that movie so, you never got around to. Was it good? Uh, I thought it was really good, actually. Um, it's a park, or it's a Chanwook Park, or Park Chanwook, or however you do Chan those Ho Asian names. Chanwook Park directed this? Like I yeah, however you do those Asian All names. Right, hold on. Oh, shit. Injects someone's blood. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Uh, so, it's Thirst is my number three. Uh, the if If you haven't seen this... I'm not sure I'm going to be able to explain it or you're going to be able to relate. So I'm going to give you just how I felt about it. Um, I think the camera work is the first thing that really struck me. Um, he is a director that really does cameras, like places cameras really well. Um, I think he did the ho- he did he did Old Boy. Which Heard of seen, that one. If you've seen Old Boy, I've seen that. I thought that movie was fucked up. 
but a lot of people liked it. A lot, no, a lot of. I'm, I mean, I, I like it. I don't love it. I like it, but it's so fucked up. But uh, the camera work is really what struck me in this movie. The first right off the bat, um, I, th- it, it feels like every single detail in every single shot was really meticulously done, um, and had a lot of thought put into it. So, you know, it, it's, it's re- it's a movie that you want to, you know, be attentive and pay attention to. Um, it's, it's actually a a good, interesting take on the vampire genre. I think, um, it's about a priest who volunteers for like a vaccine experiment and that vaccine is supposed to like eradicate a deadly virus. Yeah. I I read EV or something. That's what it's called. Um, he gets sick from the virus, from the quote vaccine, you know, and almost dies, but he gets a blood transfusion and that blood transfusion happens to be vampire blood and so he is the only one out of empirical blood that's right so he is the only one out of the 500 um volunteers that survives because all the rest are killed off because this that this you know uh this vaccine is or i guess the disease is so deadly um so then he you know he makes a miraculous recovery and as much as he tries to fight it he succumbs to his vampiric desires. Uh, I think the beginning, like the first 45 to an hour of this movie is really, really good. Really, really good. But there's a turning point in this movie where it just, it feels like it should end, but it doesn't end. It just kind of keeps going and it's like, oh, Okay, you're bobbing along, waiting for it to end. Because you really... That would have been a great point to end the movie. Yeah. But then you kind of bob along like, oh, well, when are they going to When are they gonna end it? When are they going to end it? And then finally you realize, once you get to it, the last 10 minutes of the movie, that it is going to end. The last 10 minutes are actually really good. Like the last, if they could have just taken the time up to that turning point, cut the turning point out, and then just put the last 10 minutes on the end... Would have been a great movie. Would have might have been my number two. I still want to see it. And it's, it's really good. No, I recommend it. I recommend so. it. So that's my number two. Um, it's it's definitely worth a watch if you like that it's director. Your number three. You mean? That's what I mean. It's my number three. If you like the director and or you like the genre, I recommend this movie. So it's time for my number. Oh 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 shit! You drank someone's blood. Are you crazy? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Little delayed. Uh my number three is a great movie. One of the best. Part two. Blade two is my number three. Because Blade Two is superior to Blade One in every way. It's Agreed. directed by Guillermo del Toro. It is. That's surprising though. Um, he would take on something like that. It's it's awesome. It it's cool. Good. It has a great soundtrack, by the way. It's a ridiculous soundtrack because every song is a rap artist mixed with a techno artist, um, and they make a song. It's kind of funny, but um, the movie is better than Blade. Like I said, I didn't see a lot of good vampire movies. I searched far and wide by like three there or four aren't movies. Many. There aren't many good movies, um, and this is my number three because it's awesome. It's Awesome. That's all I want to say. And it starts the guy from Boondock Science. Boom. Boom. My number two. two. I may have ripped it, but it was just a a guy's 
sorry to say this, is Bram Stoker's. Bram Stoker's, huh? Is that his name? No, it's Stoker. Oh, but I like Stoker better. I like Stoker Bram, better. Bram Stoker's Fright Night because Fright Night oh, is. Oh, he did it. Fright Night. Yeah. Is that your pick? Number two. Well done. High five. That movie well is done. so awesome. It's one of the best '80s really horror movies I've ever seen. You restrained yourself during my review. I can sense it. I can sense it. And one thing that drives me nuts, and I'll say this all the time, is the laziness that CGI has taken over. You watch this movie and you realize yes. what can be done. Yes. And I'm gonna post on, or I'm gonna make you post on our Facebook web, <laughs> yeah, on our web page, the picture yep. of the chick at the end in her. Her fucking face. That is so creepy. It's really good, though. But did, I was yeah, reading really the uh, facts about it. They didn't tell the actor that's what it would be. So, like, they just always had her turned. Yeah. And then so that when she turned real fast, because was that was his reaction? legit, because she, nice. he'd never seen it before. Nice. The, the makeup in this, that uh, wolf scene you said was awesome. It was so um, good, right? The transformation. That's, like, and they spend a lot of time on the transformation. Well, it transforms and comes back, and, like... Well, he transforms into... Himself as a vampire, and the, yeah, but then himself as a vampire is killed by the stake, so it transforms into him as a person. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. The it's so the good. vampire does such a good job. Yeah, um, and then that's all makeup done too, and it's awesome. It just shows the power of it's very eighties. It's very eighties, and it's awesome. Prince, um, from I recommend everyone see it. It's from Princess Red. I think it's. I think it's great, and the best part is that I never knew that I thought it was that it was also considered great. Like on Rotten Tomatoes, right. it has like a ninety-three, dude. Yeah, and on uh, the Metacritic, it's like the number three on yeah, there. Seriously, on their vest, yeah. like, and it's being remade. You saw that, right? No, it's coming out in two thousand eleven. What? The vampires, Colin Farrell. No way. Yeah, the uh, evil is uh, uh, McLovin. Dude, that's uh, uh, okay. Yeah. The main character is a uh, Chekhov. Okay, good. Chekhov good, and Tom, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he's, then uh, he's from. Well, he's actually from uh, the Justin Timberlake. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, Papa Boy or whatever it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's not Russian. Yeah. Uh, and so him. That. that and then uh, the the that. what they screwed up on though is that the the old guy. Yeah. You know who would have been the best as being the TV guy that's thrown out? Bruce Campbell would have been awesome. Oh, that would have God, been yeah. so good. Who they pick it? they pick like some kind of younger guy. It's it's like a guy that was in uh uh I never saw it, the uh, Scott Pilgrim movie. He's one yeah. of the guy with the like the spiky hair. That's like the I don't know, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. that that's but that's cool. Colin Farrell. Uh, Dude, you can't. I don't know if Bruce Campbell would have done it though. Yeah, but it would have been cool. I'm just saying. Got such, he's he would have been his cult shit going. He would have been awesome as yeah, that. Yeah, no, guy. it's true. It's true. But That's, the, I hope. Yeah, I hope they actually make that. No, it's being. It comes out in 2011. It's being, it's being made. Filmed? It's being filmed at, right oh, now. Shit, that's awesome news. Um, and right now was good. I loved it. It was legit. It was it's, legit. It's fun. like my 1.1. Legit fun. And that well, woman is, is still creepy. What is your one? Well, it's not my turn to do number one because I just did three and two. It's your mm, turn to do number two. That's true. My number two, ladies and gents, is The Lost Boys. I believe this is a movie Ryan has <laughs> not seen yet. I bought it though. You did I buy- bought it to see it, but I just didn't see it. Um it's 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 pretty cheesy, but I don't think it's as cheesy as Fright Night. But that's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. Fright Night was 
The, my favorite part about Fright Night was it was so 80s. Mm-hmm. But it embraced that. Oh, did it embrace it, that? The subtle parts. Um, I'm sorry, I'm hijacking your review. But the parts where they're running around and the vampire just kind of shows up. He's like, oh, I run, drop. Uh, you know, he's just like oh, he's just totally. Like, well, hey, vampires can go super. Speed. Yeah, they can go super. He's like, hey, that's how they up? show it. But they're like, yo, I'm the part where she's dancing and then she looks in the mirror and she's dancing. Okay, with her. can you can you agree the dance scene is a product of the eighties? <laughs> yes, that entire dance scene where he puts you know his who hands that is though. That's the neighbor of Ed Bundy. That really? chick is the neighbor of Ed Bundy. I never watched Married with Children, so oh. I don't really know. Dun, 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 uh. All right, go on with the Lost Boys. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, Lost pizza Boys. To eat here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Lost Boys is so much fun. Um, I think it's it's so watchable. Uh, Corey Feldman, it, him as a vampire hunter is fantastic. I think that's a role that I want to see uh, redone. Like you where watch Lost Boys, the tribe. That's on Instacue. No, I didn't. Um, I want to see though. Like like they would take Bruce Campbell as Ash yeah. and put him in a movie, like My Name is Bruce. Um, I want to see Corey Feldman in a movie as if he was the vampire hunter from <laughs> The Lost Boys. He's hilarious. In that. I, I do there, really want to see it. There, it's, just... it's, a total, it's a total teenage, you know, kind of the same sort of 80s movie. Um, Isn't that uh, Jack... Uh... Oh, that's like the name. Twenty four. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland is the main vampire. What's his What's his twenty four name? Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. Jack yep. Bauer. There yeah, he Jack is. Bauer's in it. Uh, it's got Jack Bauer and then some, you know, vampires, and then it's got Corey Feldman and Corey Haim together. Corey at, and Corey together at last, or at first. Maybe. At first, um, as vampire hunters, and it's got a kind of a no name kid, and then kind of a no name. You know, lead guy who's, anyways, um, this this is maybe the most watchable vampire movie ever made. Like, it's really you can sit it on replay and you can sit there and you can watch it all day long. I want to see. It. I own it. You really <laughs> need to see it. Uh, you should come over and watch it. Uh, you should. We should bring a TV down tomorrow and we should watch it. Um, or a DVD player. But this the handheld. This movie basically. On a also vampire, a yeah. On a vampire scale, this movie kind of says, uh, "Hey, uh, we're vampires. We can't die, so let's party and let's do some crazy shit, man. Let's like ride motorcycles and do whatever the fuck we want because we're fucking vampires." And I haven't seen a movie ever besides Lost Boys that does that. That says, <laughs> "Hey, we're vampires. Yeah, we may have gotten bitten." Uh, but let's fucking take We're advantage fucking of it because we can't fucking die because we'll we'll reheal if we have road rash. Yeah. No big deal. Um, pretty awesome. Uh, pretty watchable. Actually, very watchable. I do want to see it. That's my number two. Number one. Let the right one in. Uh, said enough about this in the review, so I'll just say that it is the it is it is hands down the best vampire movie ever made. Go see it, Ryan. Number one. Number one is Let the Right One In. Um, Kevin summed it up. Hands down, best one. Uh, I give Fright Night a 1.1 just because um, I want to put it close to number one, but it's not even close to number one, if that makes sense. So let's go into our honorable mentions. I think this was foreseen. Yep, honorable mention. Mine uh, mine is Dracula 
1931 version. Mm-hmm. I watched it this week, as you know from the what we watched. Uh, I'm glad I saw it because this is one of the most one one of the most one of the most influential. What is it a boot? It's a it's a most uh, it's it's the boot it's what the most influential. Yeah, it's it's one of the most influential vampire movies ever made. Uh, it was very eerie in mood. It was very eerie. Like the, they they created a very good atmosphere, um, and actually the scale of some of the set pieces was very impressive. Like when they were walking up the stairs in the final, you know, in the in the house in London. Like oh my god, that if you would have fallen oh off god. those, if you would have fallen off those stairs, you would have fucking died unless there was a you know a little pad below you. Safety net. Yeah, seriously, that that was like they they had like twenty five stairs and there was about. 25 fucking meters that they went up. Um, but um, I like the way that it set up the vampire rules very deliberately because oddly enough for me, that was the first movie I watched this week. It helped me out. Well, I guess knowing, that's a good opener. Knowing that opener. the vampire, yeah. knowing the vampire rules. And it was so mm-hmm. deliberate. But uh, I'm not sure this is a movie that I would want to you know, rewatch because it's basically it's 80 minutes and it's about 76 minutes of Bella Lugosi just staring at the camera with his awesome. It's it's really a great stare, but <laughs> but I mean, come on. I mean, it could have been 46 minutes of Bella Lugosi just wouldn't fucking stare at the camera. So that's that's my number one or that's my honorable mention. Uh, next honorable mention: Interview with the Vampire. Here's what I want to say about this: I was not a fan at all. Me neither. So here, but here's what I want to say. I loved the idea of telling the story of a 200 plus oh, year a, old vampire. Uh, it's an Anne Rice book. It's yeah. literally taken from her novel. Yeah, literally. But I loved that story. Um, I thought the casting was terrible. This the, the casting that they did. The characters were f- very flimsy. I thought. Um, I I mean, for her first performance. No, wait for me to say it. Uh, Every actor, every actor was bad except Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, she was eerily good. She was, she was really amazing. good. Amazing. She's a lot better than that she than anything amazing. else she's ever done. She's eerily good. Um, but like the dialogue is like all cliches. The whole thing was like theater of the absurd, but not. It was like. I, I sat there and watched two hours and then realized I saw nothing. Yeah, I watched very, nothing. It was very gothic. It like fumbled a lot of it. It was like, hey, we're gonna like kind of be, I don't know, tragic comedy, was there? but like really oh, yeah. bad. Thirty-eight seconds of any kind of sustainable yeah. action in didn't, that, and then didn't all connect of a for me. Did not connect for me. I agree. So those are my honorable mentions. I agree. Yours. My honorable mention is the nineteen twenty-two film. Nosferatu. Did you watch that? I watched it as Dude, a junior, as a junior ah. in high school in German class because it was a Deutsch film, Nosferatu. and it is creepy. The guy, yes, the guy yes. is so creepy, and that's why I'm putting an honorable mention. Is that it's just, it's, it's unexplainable how creepy it is, and especially knowing that's 1920, like 22. Yeah, is that guy real? I mean, it was insanely. Creepy. That's all yeah. I want to say. Look That's up my that last... guy's acting credits. He's got yeah. Max Trek. No, that. is it Max Trek? Yeah, Max. Trek. He's got yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go to shoutouts. I'll do my first shout out. Okay. Uh, to the Ducks this weekend. Well, you stole mine. And then my other one is I just thought about this during our filming. Is there's this movie that I used to own, 
and I lent it to a friend, and I never got it back. And it's this, it's an American film, but it's an all Asian American cast. Ooh. It's a movie called Better Luck Tomorrow. Oh. Uh, Harold stars in it from Harold and Kumar. God damn right. Um, it's a great movie, and I realize I really want to see that movie again. And I recommend all you guys go see it. It's kind of real. It's it's about how life sucks. Like better luck tomorrow. It's good, awesome. Uh, that's my shout out. Go. Uh, my shout out is also to the Ducks, obviously, but return of the quack. Yeah, return have, uh, of the quack. Oh yeah, go Turn go watch the, the quack. Uh, the new sub with your girl, or yeah, the new sub with your girl video. You will see Adam's flag and Brian's right. Tahoe in the background. That's right. And Adam and Mike. And Adam They and are Mike. also in the background. I remember when that was happening. Just because I wanted more, you know, to be dry, I wasn't in the video because I was underneath. It's too bad, Ryan. That's very sad. Um, but my shout-outs are to Oregon to beat the seven-point spread because I think we're just going to fucking just blow win. Stanford out. We're going to blow them out because we're at home and – we learned from our Arizona State mistakes, so I have money Reed. on. I have money on Oregon to beat that spread. Mister Hiccup, anything else? Next, for your shout out. Next, I have money on Florida to cover the eight point spread that they have. I just uh, want Florida Alabama's, to win because I don't like Alabama. Supposed to win by eight. Um, I have money on Florida to cover that to at least lose by seven. So that's fine. Uh, next, <laughs> I have Oregon State. I have twenty dollars on you fuckers because so I your think shout this, out, your shouts are all your bets. They're my bets. <laughs> I think Oregon State. You need to win by four points or more because you're only favored by three and a half points I, at home. That's ho- disgraceful. I hope they. I hope you lose money because I hope they lose. I'm that's sorry. fucking disgraceful. Arizona State, really? Three and a half points. You're only favored by at home. Get Jeez, a home well, they just they just lost to us by eleven. Yeah, they lost to us by eleven. Oregon's played the rest of like nationally ranked teams. They, pretty close. I would like Arizona State to win personally. Fuck Arizona State. Oregon State, you better win by just win by four. It's like just like win by a touch, and then they come down and they kick a field goal, and <laughs> they're fine. down by a touch and yeah, kick they're a down field by four. goal. They're down by four. So no big deal. All right, anything so, else on your uh, nah, agenda? No, nah, that's it. All right, this is our second time through, and it is nice. Well, this is our first time through our top five. Yes. So but thank our, God we made it. <laughs> but thank you for listening. Uh, for, for Kevin, who's right there, he can't talk. No, okay, you can talk. He's Ryan Maley. I'm Kevin Ryan. <laughs> Bye. Seaport is that way Don't you know that your life could be lost